Hello listeners, you're listening to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. Before we get to this week's episode, I want to let you know that we're actually brought to you by Fortnite and their latest mode, the creative mode. You're kind of wondering, what is creative mode? It's pretty cool, honestly. I've checked it out recently. What it is, is you can go into your Fortnite maps just like you normally could. There's a bit of a difference, though. You can create whatever you want. You can create all these different structures and different things that you want, and unlike the regular Fortnite Battle Royale mode where people are gunning for you and trying to kill you, you can do this without any stress. And then here's what's great. Once you've created the map that you want to make, you can create a custom game mode around it so you can play with your friends. I don't know, maybe you want to make a golf map Maybe you want to make a tower defense mode. You can make whatever you want in this creative mode, and that's what's so cool. Fortnite is something else entirely. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't like it, but what you are going to like is that creative mode allows you to try different modes and different types of gameplay in a way that's both comfortable, new, and friendly, but all the while it's still Fortnite. So check it out, and with that, let's get on with this episode of Three Angry Gamers. Thanks for your time, everyone. Alright, we're here. Three Angry Gamers. What's up? How's it going, listeners? With me, as always, is Dennis. How's it going, Dennis? Hey, I was waiting for a drum roll. You just said my name, but alright, I'm alright. <laughs> uh, I did a drum solo, but it was all in VR, so uh, you missed <laughs> out on it. I better um, hear an edited version of the drum roll. <laughs> that was funny, like... I uh, I went to some like VR thing and like it was funny because I I haven't actually watched too many people play VR like I've played VR but I guess I'm like I obviously I don't know what it looked like but I was watching people play VR and it was just hilarious it looked like people were just having yep. like fucking back spasms or something like uh <laughs> just like oh you don't look very graceful doing this uh, also about right <laughs> also with us is Lucas what's up Lucas yo buddy how's, how's it going, going? Hey, hey, good Good, good, good. Been playing some video games and uh, watching some movies. Different podcasts, but keeping busy always. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about some news. Uh, there was a PlayStation State of Play this past week where Sony unveiled a bunch of games, either as like re-reveals or new games entirely. They showed off a lot of the new Final Fantasy VII remake. So that kind of got re-revealed. Uh, we got the Medieval remake that's coming October 25th, 2019. Makes sense. Skeletons, Halloween. Makes sense. Uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint is coming. And finally, motherfucking, you know, Lord Heaven Savior has answered my prayers. We're getting a really fucking awesome Predator game. Predator Hunting Grounds was revealed. Oh, yeah. I've already seen that. Oh. 
I, I hate to say it, but like I know because everyone's going to care more about the Final Fantasy VII remake, but I really was excited for that Predator Hunting Grounds reveal. I was like, oh, fuck, this looks so cool. You guys well, the, problem with, the problem with Final Fantasy VII is just like, we've been teased it for, what, 20-some-odd years, and people just kind of don't get excited because, like, where is yeah. it? Where's the release date? Until I actually see it on my console, I just don't give a crap because, like, I know it's coming. Where the fuck is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, and like something like I, I think it's also like I really enjoy asymmetrical multiplayer games. Like I've just really gotten into those, like with Friday the Thirteenth and a few others. Yeah. And I think like Predator just makes a whole lot of sense. Like you're gonna have a bunch of dudes who are like you know souped up soldiers or as good as they can be going up against a fucking predator. And like, okay, even if you're not like the biggest predator fan, you probably know enough about the predator to like know like that they've got like their ion cannons and their cloaking abilities and whatnot. Like, so you know like that you can just tell like that's gonna be something that's gonna be fun to either watch or play. So yeah, I, I'm. I'm beyond fucking stoked for this. Like I saw the trailer and like, there's no gameplay, but I'm like, you have my money. Like where can I put in my credit card and instantly buy this? Cause I'm already on board. Did you ever play alien versus predator on the old PC? Yeah, I did. Um, it was, okay. that's what it reminds me of because, well, I hope it's not so uneven because like some people would make, uh, rooms cause it was like a multiplayer where you mm. would have like three predators and like 12 Marines. Now, yeah. If you didn't have an alien on that team, you were screwed. Predators just killed humans left, right, and center. It was crazy unbalanced. But it was fun. Like yeah. even trying to even though I was losing and usually you were the human, sometimes you get to be the predator. But like uh if trying to find that guy and like act because he's cloaked all the time. And you'd be hiding somewhere, killing off everybody like that. Yeah. And it's it was so much fun to actually find the uh the predator and the opposite side was like being the predator actually trying to find all the hiding spots and not get killed. Yeah. Because even when you killed somebody, you'd uncloak, unless you had like the sniper gun. But you still had to move around and get ammo. So you, people would pick you up, so they would go and find you. So it was it was unbalanced, but it was fun. So I'm really hoping that's what this is going to be. Yeah. Well, because like, I, I always... I, I like that there's a lot more asymmetrical multiplayer games. Like Even like games like Divinity Original Sin 2 are getting in on that sort of multiplayer style um stuff like that's just awesome uh so yeah dead by daylight friday the 13th the game even going back to like og xbox with like splinter cell chaos theory like asymmetrical multiplayer is a lot of fun and i think like with the right franchise kind of just plugged in there it can you can have a lot of fun so i think it depends on how much it's gonna cost because i think if it costs more than like forty dollars people are gonna get turned away by it like if it's a multiplayer only game uh like that like you gotta have you have to price it accordingly so hopefully it's not too expensive um yeah uh that was probably the biggest they were thing but yeah what did you think dennis yeah. of the stuff I, was, I, was, I also recalled that people weren't too happy that now it seems like final fantasy 7's combat's gonna change in the remake it's not gonna oh be is it style I've yeah. heard they said it was going to oh, change. fuck. Yeah, so that might also be a point of, like, oh, this, this is bad. Well, I think Though I don't want to play another Final Fantasy hallway. I do not want to play another one of those. They're annoying. Yeah, I think, like, mm. it seems very much like the Final Fantasy XV. Uh, also, what's it called? Uh, Kingdom Hearts kind of style of combat. Right. So, 
I plan Kingdom Hearts. Oh well, that's that's a review. I'll leave that for later. Yeah, but you, you, you've played it. So, like, what do you think of the combat of it? Like, oh, right now, like, I'm playing Kingdom Hearts three right now. Yeah, like I bought it by Christine. It's been uh, Christine and I played through all the Kingdom Hearts games. I mean, all of them. I've said this before. It's it's some of them are god awful. Like this is just like oh my god. The lore is anyways. Combat. We'll talk about that later. Combat. Um. Was very, it's very mainstream in a way because like literally you have three buttons. You have the jump button, you have the action button, and the attack button. The attack button, if you hit a certain enemy, does the action button. So all you do is press the and like the action button is when the game becomes fun because like you go into like uh like a Disney park ride like a uh like the wave uh bumper cart thing or like the ship the pirate ship and stuff like that. It's that's fun, or you're transferring your weapon, or stuff like that. But like, it it happens so fast, it happens so often. You're just literally just transforming all the time. And the original, because we're talking about Final Fantasy versus and Kingdom Hearts versus in the original Kingdom Hearts, uh, there was a lot of even in uh, what's that one called? Uh, Birth by Sleep. Mm. In Birth by Sleep was amazing combat, and I mean fucking amazing. You. Like, I spent so many hours combining spells together, trying to get the right spells, combinations, the combos, and all that stuff. It was, it was like, wow. And then you change it to this. And I'm really hoping that Final Fantasy VII goes to a more of a freestyle, like, open area uh, Final Fantasy game. Because if they go through, like, what Square is doing right now is kind of like a hallway combat. Like, like come on, guys. They've been waiting for Final Fantasy VII Remake forever. Like, Make it open. That would be nice. I feel like it'll be like hallway. Like I think they're really, really just gonna take Kingdom Hearts 3's combat and just put it right into Final Fantasy VII. That's what it looks like from the trailer, at least. But we'll see. But uh, yeah, Dennis, anything from this uh, state of play interest you? Mm, no, that's pretty <laughs> much it. Just that Final <laughs> Fantasy tidbit there. Nice. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, Sony stuff, Naughty Hot Dog, Naughty Dog, but is hiring talent to finish The Last of Us Part Two's development. So sounds like it's pretty far along. I wouldn't be surprised if we get like a release date this around E3. I know they're not doing an E3 press conference this year, but I think we'll get something soon about the release date for it. Cause it sounds like it's pretty much done at this point. So. Do we know what kind of talent they're hiring? Is it artists? Uh, they like basically it sounds more like they're just trying to like fine tune the game before it comes out. Like a lot of like QA and stuff like that. Mm. Like, it actually kind of it was funny too because like they didn't do they didn't announce it or anything. But then some guy got like hired on as QA and he's like, I'm doing QA for uh for Last of Us Part Two. And he said this on social media and then everyone was like wait, what the fuck? Like, we, we didn't know that they were doing QA for it. And then that kind of revealed like where they are with the development cycle. So I think they kind of came out and were like, yep, we're doing this kind of stuff. So good for them though. Okay. Uh, I'm excited yeah. for this. I want to see more of Joel and Ellie's story. However, that comes into play. But uh, Bioware is hundred percent committed to Anthem despite key staff leaving the project. This is like that uh, meme of uh, the dog in the house that's on fire, and he's like, everything's okay. <laughs> Pretty much the equivalent of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they're basically saying, it, like, it, 
like that game is losing a lot of its key like higher level staff that are working on that game and it's just it looks like it's just a disaster over there Lucas, did you ever play anthem at all uh anthem yes what'd you think of it For a little bit. no anthem being on xbox no i did not play i watched videos i've watched angry joe talk about it that's about it sorry mm -hmm. i thought not talk about anthem like we're talking about that other battle royale game um, oh. no i don't play anthem the the only thing that got me on anthem because i kind of watched a little bit of it was that there's like a random weapon system and apparently if you uh can't get an item that does fire damage at zero percent i just like i don't think they were thinking about this game and like i've heard stories about what's going on with anthem so yeah. No good. Rest in peace, Anthem. We yeah, you. you're you're dead. Anthem's dead. Yeah, so, we'll see. I uh, I'm not very confident that the movie will, or that no. the game will uh, ever be what it was supposed to be. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, EA. Speak. I think this is the game that you were getting confused about. EA is working to bring Apex Legends to mobile. No. Yeah. 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 Have you guys ever? Did you, did you? Did you tell you the story about Apex Legend and Lucas? Have we said the, said the stories? Uh, I think I've heard that you tried it. I, I remember. I think last time you mentioned that you had been giving it a try. No, no, I tried it once. Okay. It. I don't um, know if I said it on this podcast or not, but we'll go through it briefly. So Lucas <laughs> just told him to try this game. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try. I don't really like these one-kid-kill games. So do the training montage. You get in. You select your one character. I think there's like four characters you can select from. I go down, float down the, the little ship, rock pack, whatever. You hit the ground. I die in two seconds. I delete the game. <laughs> <laughs> so you just died and you were like, I'm done. I don't want to play this anymore. It landed, got into the building, and like this is five seconds, like two seconds. Got shot, turned around to see, defend myself, and then I died. And I'm like, fuck this game. I deleted it off my PS4. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Uh, cool. I don't know. I played it a little bit. I'm not surprised they're bringing it to mobile. I mean, freaking every other battle royale is on mobile now, so I guess they need to try to get in that market. I yeah, it's gonna run though. I feel like because Apex on I played it on PC and it runs much smoother than well from what I can tell, um, uh, PUBG. And then I played a little bit of Fortnite too, and I've seen some Fortnite mobile footage and it looks like it's pretty solid. So yeah, I feel like Fortnite yeah. would be the easiest one to put on mobile just because it's a little more cartoony. Right. Um, yeah, I tried playing PUBG. And I remember too, like I saw that like people were just <laughs> literally just like standing there, and I was like, "Huh, this seems weird." And I looked it up, and they were saying like apparently like they f they were filling the game with bots because there wasn't enough players. So I was like, "Oh, that explains oh, why." There yes, was I literally a guy standing right in front of me, staring right at me, and he d wasn't even shooting at me. I'm like, either I'm playing against the world's most retarded players, <laughs> or I'm playing against <laughs> C CPUs. So, uh, yeah, I I. I guess it's cool. I don't 
like you know, as most listeners know, I play Hearthstone on my phone most of the time. So I'm like, if you, you need to make something really cool to take me away from Hearthstone on my phone, like I have a bunch of games on my phone, I never play them because I just play Hearthstone. So I'm like, eh, maybe I'll check it out because I do like Apex Legends, and I wonder if like they'll carry over your accounts and stuff. So like any like skins or whatever you unlock maybe gets put into the mobile version too maybe yeah uh speaking of fortnite (laughs) i knew you were gonna do that i I did this on purpose i was like organizing the notes i'm like well i gotta put the fortnite news next to the apex Ah, legends news uh fortnite x john wick crossover is happening adds keanu reeves to the battle royale game uh also too i think they add like his house from the movie as like a map that you can play on i just love how fortnite has just become like a dumping ground for people to put like promotional stuff for movies like they had the avenger stuff they had the fortnite or they have the john wick stuff like what's next are we gonna get like some aladdin crossover or something like it's kind of weird but yeah you guys tempted to tr- uh, check this out at all nope yeah, I'm kinda. done with Fortnite. I tried it a little bit. I thought like when they did the Thanos a like MCU crossover, that was pretty cool. Mm. Um, I find it kind of funny how the Fortnite, this what like PG rated game, is cross promoting with an R rated movie. Because if you guys haven't seen the latest uh, John Wick movie, that movie is brutal. Oh yeah, it's really good. I highly recommend you seeing if you. Have- if you've seen the first two and liked it. Yeah. But yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. I guess it's just nice cross promotion. It doesn't hurt. But I, I'm not interested. <laughs> All right. Um, Netflix will be hosting an E3 panel this year about turning its original content into games. So it's kind of weird. Wait, say again? So Netflix will be attending E3 this year. Okay. Yeah. So they're trying to, like, promote themselves at E3? Yeah. Like, they're going to talk about how they're turning their content into games, which is really weird. Because, yeah, they had Bandersnatch, which came out. Uh, All those interactive movie things that was yeah. on? Yeah. Like there was, oh, I played one of those. Yeah. There was Bandersnatch, and then there was another one for, um, what do you call it? Um Interactive movies, I guess. Yeah, there was one like from Man vs. Wild, except it was like you versus Wild, and you could like try to kill him, basically. Yes. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> I was like, what's the quickest way to kill this guy? <laughs> okay, that was five minutes. All right, got to- <laughs> I actually kind of enjoyed that a little more than Bandersnatch, just because I found it was so stupid. It was like, should I drink my urine? I'm like, oh, of course, because I want to see this guy drink his own piss. Like, why, else, why would I say no? Like, come on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you have to imagine they're going to do it with other stuff. They've got like big franchises right now, like Stranger Things and uh, Umbrella Academy. So I imagine they're going to be announcing a few more of these. Um, I, I kind of enjoy them. It's not quite a video game. It's not quite a movie. It's obviously more like in between, but it's kind of fun little way of like getting you invested in what you're actually watching. Have you ever tried any of these things, uh, Dennis? Um, I actually did want to go see uh, what the Bender Snatch stuff was all about, but I never got a chance to do it. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You would probably like it. It's it's very much like choose your own adventure. There's like a ton of different endings. It's kind of like a Telltale game, basically. But yeah, right. 
I've heard. It seems pretty cool. Yeah, so we'll find out more. I never got a chance to see it. It's kind of a shame that they don't have the Marvel franchise anymore, because I could think of some really cool stuff you could do with that with Marvel. But uh, Next up, John Wick Hex Revealed. Speaking of John Wick, I could have organized that a little better. That could have come after the John Wick crossover news. But yeah, there's a new John Wick game coming out. It's like an action strategy game. Did you guys watch the trailer for this? I did. What you think of it? Uh, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's up my alley. Just because I don't enjoy the uh, turn-based tactical kind of game style. Mm. But it's John Wick, so who knows? Maybe I'll just try it just because it's got the name John Wick. In. It does remind me a lot of um, like the XCOM games. Like the ones where you have to like move and then you have to like... Oh God, those XCOM games. Yeah, those games get frustrating. <laughs> I love XCOM. 95%! Blam! You miss! Oh. <laughs> oh. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it, lo- it looks very much like those kind of games where you're, like, moving around and you have to, like, find cover and shoot someone. But hopefully it's more fun than XCOM because, yeah, XCOM is not really fun. Like, I love the XCOM games, but they're not, like, games that I would just boot up to play for fun. Uh, just to rush through it. Yeah. Because, like, it's an excellent game, but, like... Holy shit, did that game give me a migraine? Yeah. <laughs> well, even like watching the trailer for this one, it looks fun. I guess it depends for me on price point. Like, if this game's like 10 bucks, I'll buy it, no problem. Because, it, like, for 10 bucks, like, a game like this would be okay. If it was like 30, 40 bucks, yeah, probably not, to be honest with you. Like, I guess that's the thing with me. Like, if you can get a game like that at a low enough cost, I'll probably just instant buy it. But, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, final bit of news this week. World of Warcraft Classic will be released on PC and Mac on August 27th, 2019. Woot. World of Warcraft. I mean, I've never played it, but I have a coworker who would not stop talking to me about it. He's so excited. He's, I'm going to take two weeks off work. I'm going to grind to level 60. <laughs> Only two weeks, eh? Yeah, I think yeah, he I forgot. If he pl- no, if he played classic, it's oh, two weeks you're getting about level twenty two, twenty five, maybe. Uh, like, oh man, he did say it was really hard. No, it takes I about. Think he was being ambitious. Takes about a hundred and some odd hours to get. If it's classic, if we're talking about class, like classic, it, like yeah, like level system. So you go from. One to about, if you're lucky, 58. Mm. Uh, through quests. Once you hit level 58, you have to grind the last two levels. Mm. Like, I mean, you have to go out and kill monsters all day long. There's no other quests after level 58. They give you two levels of just grinding. Mm. So, and like, it takes a month and a half to... It depends. You can... Get up to level 60 by questing if you follow a guide or something like that or what have you. But yeah. if you're in it raw, like most people were, like me, you get to level 57, 58, and you realize there's no more quests. Because mm. the high-level areas don't have a lot of quests. So you're out there killing Sasquatches for the next, like, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, brutal. That's when you just yeah. tune yourself out. You're like, I guess I'll just be doing this for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah, that, that's what you do. And that's why it's so good to be on a PvP server. Because eventually someone tries to kill you. I'm like, oh, good. 
At least there's something to do for the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> At least I can take this guy down, yeah. Yeah, and like, um, equipment's really hard to get. Mounts are really hard to get. Like, it's classic is fun, but I hope remember, people remember how hard a classic WoW was all about working hard and with the most reward. That's what yeah. classic is about. If you're not willing to put the work in, if you're used to easy World of Warcraft or easy games, don't play Classic WoW. Classic WoW will just throw you right out. It's yeah, grindy and hard. I've been playing World of Warcraft and just been getting back into it. And, like, I don't know if I want to go Classic. I think I'd ha you'd have to create a new character, too, I think, right? No. Like, don't go Classic. I swear to God, don't go Classic. Because you like, go Classic? Uh... I, well, when I booted it up... A buddy of mine actually has been wanting me to play, and he paid for my level 100 boost or whatever. Because I guess you can just buy like a thing that'll get you to level 100. He's like, "Come play with me here. I'll give. I'll buy you a boost." I'm like, "Okay, sure. Like, are you sure?" But now I'm like, "Well, if I play World of Warcraft Classic, will that carry over, or, or like, would no. I be able to use that character? Like, I'd have to start off fresh." And I'm like, "I don't want to do that." That's correct. There's no <laughs> level coins. There's no money to be bought. You are starting from level one. To level 60. Good luck. Yeah. I'm actually enjoying World of Warcraft. We'll talk about that in a bit, but, like, yeah, it's just... <laughs> it's, we'll see. As you know, why don't we talk about it now? Just kidding. Yeah, well, yeah. Kind of, yeah. I guess that's it for news. Sure. Might as well. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, before we get to World of Warcraft, I got a funny story to tell. So, I was on social media, and, you know, sometimes you just say shit, and you're like, eh, we'll see what people say. So I put out there, I'm like, you know what? There's no game with a good character creator for a superhero game. None. Like, all these games make me play as, like, a superhero that they make. And I want to make, like, my own. I want to make, like, a garbage superhero. And then these guys replied that work on this game called City of Titans. And they were like, well, actually, our game is a uh, free-to-play MMO uh, superhero game. And you can actually create your own character. And I'm like, well, you have me intrigued. And then I found out it wasn't out yet. So I emailed them and I'm like, well, let me know when it's out. And they're like, well, we can send you like a beta build for you to test out. So I've actually been playing this game called City of Titans. And I got to say, huh. I've been fucking loving it. So it is it is essentially in, in essence like you're playing as a superhero. So when the game starts off, you have to create your own, you create your character. And I have to say like, as someone who gets like really like excited when there's a good customer or custom custom like hero generator whatever like there's so many like options for like creating a character like you can get really crazy with like the patterns on the th on their like suits and like the colors and stuff and there's like every little witch thing under the sun like there's everything from like the classic superhero cowl to like a fucking santa hat like there's just everything under the sun that you could think of and I probably spent a good two hours just making a character. And I was like, no, I'm making this character like the way I want to make him. And uh, and then they got into the game. And it's really like they're still working on it. It's still like in development. So it's not quite like at the level yet where like you could go play it and like just get from there to the end game and, you know, just enjoy it. So it's still it's still in progress, but I've, I've really had, like, a bit of fun. Like, they had a bit of quests and whatnot, and it's not 
completely out yet but i gotta say like i really am enjoying it and uh there's not really too much to say because like i literally just booted it up and there was like a total of five quests and they were all like kill this or do retrieve this and so like i feel like there's there's more to be added to the game down the road but from what i've played so far it's really good and i gotta thank these guys because they like literally just saw my tweet and we're just like well we could we actually have something that does this and i'm like yeah bullshit but no they're <laughs> i guess uh, it's in three cool. alpha last year so probably what being beta right now yeah like, what they sent me was the beta not bit. even beta yeah, it's not a beta. What's it's a before beta? It's a beta. Uh, it's def. It's no. It's it's in a beta stage. Like I want to. Is it in a beta stage? Maybe an early beta stage because beta yeah. is more about like the world and doing like kind of like working well, out the could, bugs and stuff like that. Well, I saw. I checked out the. They gave like the release notes of it, and the last update for this one that I was playing was something like March of this year. So I have to imagine there's been some more work done on it, but. Yeah, no, it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, Fly, teleport, swing, run, or jump over a narrow, seamless city. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like or the, take the subway. <laughs> like, in terms of like what kind of like superpowers they give, like they literally give you everything. Like you, you you could literally make your like dream superhero in this, and that's what I was like griping on Twitter about. I'm like, oh, there's no game where I can like make a superhero the way I want them to be, like from top to bottom, 100% what I want. Even like probably the, the closest is DC Universe Online, and that's yeah. not a hundred percent. Like, I I, don't, I I like DC Universe Online if only for that reason. But like, if you're comparing yeah. these two games, like this game is like so much better. Like you can really yeah top to bottom just make a superhero that you want. And like I said, there was only like five quests, and my su- I made a superhero that could teleport, and um, he had a sword. So he's kind of like Deadpool esque, and yeah, it was, it was fun. Mm. Um, so I'm, I, uh, I'm. This is on my radar now, and when it comes out, like I know it's free to play and all this, but I'm gonna definitely be putting some money into it because I can, I can already tell I'm gonna really enjoy. Excuse me, enjoy it. So, um, but yeah, uh, as, oh well, and then after that, I kind of was like, you know what, I kind of wanted to play some more uh mmos and so my buddy was like come play world of warcraft with me and i was like and eh, i want to grind and then he was like i'll pay for you to get to level 100 right away like okay sure so <laughs> uh i've been playing world of warcraft i actually enjoy it it's uh i haven't played like i think i ca- i played it for like three or four years when it first came out and then i just stopped so i have a lot to catch up on there's a lot of stuff that like, i was just like what? Like, how did I get here? What is, what is all this? But it's a lot of fun. Um, I can see why people really get into it. Like, even now, like, we were doing, we were working towards getting these gold dungeons, and I didn't realize that you can actually, like, pay for your monthly subscription just by doing, like, these quests and these raids and stuff. Like, that's crazy. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of free to play, uh, but not really. Like, you can avoid doing those runs and whatnot, and still still pay for it but you can do like these like dungeons and get like enough gold to pay for your monthly subscription so that's kind of cool i didn't realize you could do that is that what you do uh lucas because i know you play pretty regularly really do what sorry i missed the last part you cut out do you uh play like when you play world of warcraft do you do the gold dungeons so you can like pay for your subscription or do you just pay for it like just regularly regularly okay yeah because i didn't realize that you could actually pay for your subscription do from doing these quests so that was kind of cool. Yeah, you can. 
Uh, your pants are gold too. No, I just pay it regularly. I don't, man. Yeah, I was, was kind of. I was. I I don't have quite enough yet to pay for my subscription, but I'm like close, so I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah. So I've been playing a lot of that. Um, I also picked up a game called BattleTech. Uh, this game's really cool. So basically, it's from the people who made um, the Mech Warrior franchise, and it's a turn-based uh, strategy game, basically with like, a ton of mechs. Um, I bought this game because people told me like if you have a PC, like it's really sort of like one of those games that you can like really just put on the highest graphical setting and it'll just look gorgeous. And it really does. Um, like it just looks fantastic. I've been playing it and sort of just getting uh, used to a bunch of the different mechs that you get in the game. So like definitely like a lot of the mechs that you get all have like different like styles of combat. Like some are more to support, some are more defensive, some are more like assault based. So like you really have to sort of play through and find like a group of mechs that kind of works best for you. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's kind of a difficult game in the sense that like there's a lot of like stuff you have to micromanage and whatnot. So I wouldn't go into this thinking like it's going to be like a pure out action game. Like you definitely have to be prepared to like manage your resources, keep an eye on your mechs, like you know there is actual consequences in the game if you uh you know have one of your mechs die or whatever so yeah definitely something to keep in mind like i i like this game but also like i could see how somebody could just be like hey, it's a game with giant robots and then they just get pissed off because it's like not quite what they were hoping for but yeah the turn-based strategy is really good and like the weapon assortments you get are really cool and again on like a really good graphics card like it looks amazing so Definitely would recommend checking it out if you're into, like, turn-based strategy or mech games. Um, I also picked up Shakedown Hawaii. Have you guys ever heard of this game at all? I've never heard of this. Time to Google. Uh, it's basically... Yeah. It's from the guys that made Retro City Rampage, which was a lot of fun. It was sort of like oh. a like a Grand Theft... Like, old-school Grand Theft Auto clone. Oh. And I so this... So this one is like a uh, sort of a successor to that, but sort of like how uh, GTA Vice City was sort of like taking you into like more like the uh, bright, sunny Miami. Like this does the same thing, but you're in Hawaii. So it's like it's kind of like a riff on Grand Theft Auto, like the old school Grand Theft Auto. Um, It's a lot of fun. Like it's it's like a twin stick shooter, basically. Um, but yeah, you basically just go through and you can like, you know, try to kill as many people as possible. It's really like a very simple game, but like, I, I really like the, um, like the graphics of it. Like even like the cutscenes and all that, or like they're straight out of like an SNES and like, I don't know, they just do such a great job of like basically making like a throwback to the kind of games that you would play back in the day. Um, yeah, I've been really enjoying it. It's... I want to say, like, go out and go buy it, but, like, it's it's fun enough. You'll probably enjoy it for what it is. Uh, next up, Hearthstone. Uh, so they have the new uh, solo adventure that comes out with the, the new uh, expansion for Hearthstone. And I was kind of, like, a little bit, like, hmm. I, I'm a little bit, like, curious because they said they were trying to bring it back to the original Hearthstone expansions, which were paid, so you would essentially 
pay something like twenty dollars and you can unlock the expansion and they all came with like legendary cards this one's a little different you can pay the twenty dollars and you get all of the wings of the expansion you can also just pay 700 gold each so you can actually pay it just through like going through the game earning up some gold and then doing that and it actually works out to be a pretty good like proposition value because for every wing you complete you get three card packs so that's pretty good and then uh, you also get like some card packs and then you also get a, a golden card pack upon completion and then as well a golden legendary card which is pretty high value so um, I was playing through well actually yesterday I had to do like a bunch of film reviews so I was just like reviewing some stuff and then also just going through that expansion I've beaten the first two wings and it's actually kind of interesting how they do it so you start off with choosing your hero then you can choose one of three uh, hero powers, so they do alternate. So instead of like the regular mage with the fireball, you can do one that um, like reduces the cost of one of your like a random card in your hand by one. Uh, you also can do like a frozen bolt that freezes an enemy or does two damage if they're already uh, frozen. So some cool stuff like that. Uh, I've been enjoying it so far. It's actually probably one of the better solo adventures I've played. Uh, I don't know how cool the legendary will be, but it's funny because like I noticed that when I did the solo adventures and I got the card packs, um, I was actually getting legendaries from those card packs, so that was kind of cool. Um, nice. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of fun, and it kind of like teaches you to sort like there's a couple times like I failed in the first couple runs that I did just because. I was sort of, I guess I was just experimenting with different, like, hero powers. And, like, each time you beat a, a boss, you get, like, a card, like a, like, a small section of cards. And they all have different themes. So, like, some are, like, all mechs or all um, spells. So you have to sort of find one that works with your play style. Um, yeah. And aside from that, just playing some Overwatch still. Uh, haven't been playing that much of it lately, but I play every so often with some friends. And yeah, we have fun playing that, so... Cool. Nice. Uh, yeah, Dennis, what have you been playing lately? I finished the game I talked about last time. I was playing Sticks Shadow or Shards of Darkness, mm. and uh, I finished it, and I, I enjoyed it. I think it's like a one-time playthrough game, unless you're really into like grinding for those like high scores. But I wasn't. I just wanted to play through it once. Um, and I think it, it suffers from the same problem that most like of these stealth games have. Mm. It's that like there's a lot of content in that there's many different ways to go about finishing the objective. Um, and in this game, you're given this thing where you can make a clone of yourself and then maybe you can like control your clone to like uh, create a distraction while the real you slips by. So there's like that aspect of the game. But because it's, you know, a stealth game and it has the point system and you're trying to get more points and one of the things that gets you more points is if you just um, slip by enemies without them even noticing. Mm. I found that I never actually, like, when I finished the game, I'm like, hey, I never used the clone skill at all except oh. for the one time in the tutorial. So... I mean, again, like I said, I think it's just one of those things about like these stealth games. But because you're, if you're trying to get the high score, then you are kind of limiting yourself on purpose, and then you're 
kind of avoiding a lot of the mechanics in the game. Like I barely used any items. I didn't make that clone thing. I did have to use um, this invisible potion every now and then, and that kind of, I guess, was almost necessary sometimes. But it was mostly just because near the end, I'm like, oh, I'm so close to finishing the game. <laughs> Forget about points. I'm just gonna go through using. Uh, the invisible potion sometimes rather than like trying to figure out a more complex route with, where I don't have to use it so other than that I did enjoy the game I thought it was really fun um, mm. it even had like boss fights which is really strange to me mm. considering it's a stealth game but they did those quite well I mean the game has some like climbing mechanics and stuff and they would put that into the boss fights so it was mostly like there are multiple points on the boss level that you have to get to and interact with and then they're all kind of spread out and you have to like figure out uh, how to get to each of those points and maybe hide from the boss along the way and the bosses are generally like big enemies they're not like regular humanoid sized or your sized but they're like giant monsters that are mm -hmm. you know uh looking at you um and you kind of just have to hide behind rocks and stuff to try to like avoid their vision and stuff um and then while you try to go interacting with these different pieces until it takes them down in a cutscene or something mm -hmm. so uh but like it, i thought it was nice i thought that it was a nice change of pace to have some boss fights in there from the regular um just sneaking around and stuff um but yeah i i enjoyed the game nice. i i thought it was pretty fun i think uh it looks really good and it's definitely worth a playthrough but i don't know if it's worth another playthrough so i already uninstalled it <laughs> i'm like yeah, I'm yeah. i had fun but it was enough yeah uh the oh this is kind of interesting the other game that i was playing is called verdun um which if you recall i talked about another game earlier called Tannenberg previously on the podcast which mm. was a world war one first person shooter verdun is the same made by the same uh studio uh but verdun i think was the earlier game and it has basically mm. a different game mode now this this game i thought tannenberg focused on front lines this game is literally nothing but front lines you're like constricted your map is constricted to basically like a vertical slice um that's you know that has a certain width and then the two teams start on either end of this like rectangular map and you're pushing against each other with your fronts and that's it and you're just trying to take fronts and then they're trying to take fronts um and i i haven't played this game in a like drop down sorry in a drop in matchmaking setting i actually got this game simply because i joined a group for tannenberg because i wanted to play some uh, games uh, in Tannenberg with people that are actually coordinating and because I thought it would be funner that way and then mm. they held a special event where they quote-unquote reenact World War one and play it in a more realistic sense and they were playing it in this game so I bought this game and I joined them and then we it was really really interesting I joined some European server there's a bunch of Europeans a lot of folks from Germany I joined their like discord and immediately they just started talking about history like these are history buffs who are really into world war one they're like no no like you know german did that because they did this and then like and i'm just listening and I'm like oh, this is kind of interesting 
but once we started playing it was really fun the organizers would be basically the officers and they would say like okay you have to turn left turn right and then we're following their commands okay now you can walk forward and we'll charge together and all that stuff so we had like uh synced up charges everybody was spreading out along the front and we were like defending and then when and then some of the like squad leaders would call in gas um like chlorine gas just like they did in world war one and then we would charge together so i had a lot of fun playing that but i think it was mostly just because i was coordinating with a bunch of people and it was fun to play in a group like that mm. but the game mechanics itself it's a solid first person shooter it's just like tannenberg um it's very very world war one-esque so don't expect like you know machine guns really or anything you'll find some of them and you may be a machine gunner but generally you're gonna be stuck with a bolt action and you're all you're doing is like kind of peeking over the front line peeking over like the trench wall and most of the time you just get your head blown off and you don't know what happened so yeah if you want a realistic world war one experience sounds like my type without of game. the hassle of, yeah without the hassle of getting your head blown off play Verdun and uh yeah, if you want to run around a bit more like more of an arcadey style, you can try out Tannenberg. But these are both World War One shooters. Cool. Yeah. All right. What else? Oh, Monster Prom. This was kind of like a last minute <laughs> game that I played yesterday. It's kind of silly because my girlfriend and I were like, we got an hour to kill before bedtime. What do we do? Like, oh, and then I was just looking through um, my game list uh, and then I saw a screenshot from like the community on monster prom and then i looked at it and it was like you know it's a dating sim game but it's a multiplayer dating sim game so rather than oh. uh just you you know playing against the game trying to get the girl it's like you can play with up to four players and each of you will have a chance to get and there's like targets right there's like the cool kids in classes you're monsters and you're in a high school there's like cool kids in class that you want to call uh, you want to get um, go to prom with so you guys can have like different targets you guys could have the same targets uh, in that you want to ask the same person out and then maybe you have to compete a little but it was it was kind of interesting interesting and as I was saying it was like I saw the screenshot because um, because one thing caught my eye and it was just basically just like a dialogue box somebody took a screenshot of them dialoguing with one of the characters and then on the bottom right, and I see, I see it written, rape machine, and that was like what piqued our interest. Like, wait, what? Why does this game say rape machine? <laughs> like, this game sounds stupid, but kind of funny. So, uh, let's check it out. And then it turns out that whatever is written down there is whatever the name you give your character. Oh. So, so it turns out some guy just posted a screenshot, but he named his character rape machine. So yeah. Turned out to be a little weird after we were like, oh yeah, okay, that's that's kind of scary. Um, but the game itself is pretty fun. Um, they limit it to like two modes. One mode is just a 45 minute mode, and then another one is just an hour. We only tried the 45 minute one. But it's kind of like any other dating sim kind of game. You uh, have a limited period of time to like decide where to go and who to talk to. And then you make choices in your dialogue and hopefully um, you get the uh, partner of your choice in the end. But nice. I don't know. I feel like it could be a fun party game. There was only two of us, so it wasn't as fun because they have like certain things in the middle um, that allow 
the players themselves to interact with each other and like argue about pointless things like oh i don't know what what movie would make the best action figures or something like that like things like that but it's all right i thought it was kind of a neat little game apparently mm -hmm. there's a kickstarter for like a sequel and people seem to like it but i don't know i might try it again maybe maybe not <laughs> i'll see yeah yeah it uh, looks interesting i don't know maybe lucas will have to play this one day <laughs> yeah i like the art style the art style is pretty cool yeah cool all right last thing uh i finally played some just dance i never tried it before and i like beat saber so my girlfriend's like i'm buying just dance can you play with me I'm like sure i'll play just dance yeah that shit is tiring i need better cardio <laughs> that's all i got from that game <laughs> i'm a pretty bad dancer those moves are really hard and i need more mm. cardio so that's that's pretty much all i can say i mean everybody knows what just dance is so i'm not going to talk about it too much i mean ubisoft loves to remind us every e3 about those games just in case you forget yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey That's guys, have you, have you have you heard of this game called Just Dance? And it's like, yeah, yeah, you literally yeah. show it every year. <laughs> it's, every year. Yeah. it's like their FIFA. Like, you know, every year, you know that EA at their press conference is going to show off FIFA. And you're like, yeah, I'm not going to care, but whatever, it's not for me. It's the same thing. I feel like they're going to show up Just Dance. I'm like, I don't care. I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Right. Lucas, yeah. what have you been playing these days? Uh, well, just two things we'll talk about. Uh, I love for a game I didn't know I had a love for, which is a retro game, and Kingdom Hearts 3, which I said I was playing before. So Kingdom Hearts 3 is like story mode Kingdom Hearts. Literally, like, it gets up sometimes when you play, like, there's still combat, there's still the gummy ship, there's still all that. But literally, the only two complaints I have about this game, one... There's your the writing is goes. I think there was like different writers for this, because I swear to God, like the writing is either really horrible or really good. Like you'd just be like Sora, yes, I'm funny, ha ha ha. I was like the fuck. <laughs> sounds terrible. Like it, it's terrible. Or then you get to this part where like I'm talking about and then the trees were over there and the branches and then I thought about the epic lie about like this freedom speech about the moving the hearts and all that stuff. I'm like, was there like 20 writers on this show or something like that? Because like each time that you go to a different world, the writing is either really good or really bad. Mm. And like the big and like the thing is, it's. I almost want to start skipping cutscenes right now because it goes too far. It's like watching like Metal Gear, like the last the uh, what was it called, Metal Gear, whatever it was called. Um, uh, sorry if I don't remember the name. Uh, the cutscenes go on too long. It just oh, goes yeah. on too long. You need to stop, stop the cutscenes. Just make it short, like it does before. And the other thing, the combat is good, but like I said before, there's a lot of like attack. Use the action, but the magic system though is a lot better. Like I really like the magic system, but like nothing like um, Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep is probably superior out of all the Kingdom Hearts. Games. So Kingdom Hearts three so far has been good. It's we'll see till the end. I will give a kind of review of it later, but right now I'm playing that. Mm. So my retro love. I am a real person shooter. I like shooters in general. Like the real person, like get you know, like uh, Contra or what. 
So a buddy of mine went to a barcade. So out here in uh, Vancouver called The Den. So we go out there and they have uh, Raiden. Now Raiden is like a little ship and you get to choose its powers and lasers, like little icons and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. We played about 20 bucks of it with quarters. So I can imagine how many fucking lives we had. And like we got to this point where we actually, it was my buddy and I playing it and we just started screaming at each other how intense it got. I'm like, holy shit. I like Raiden. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those so I've, I've, I've bought the Xbox version of it. I have a PS4 version of it now, and I have a cell phone version of it now. Play oh, yeah. Raiden, especially with a buddy. Like, if you get if you find an arcade, get a buddy and play Raiden. It's intense. Like, it's like... Because you get a beam, and you get missiles, you get shooting, and, like, some of the Raiden games actually get to choose your own vehicle. Like, yeah. whatever. And they have certain powers with it. Oh, it's... If you're a real person shooter, play Raiden. It's an amazing game. Yeah, I definitely recommend Raiden Legacy. I'm actually a huge fan of those games. And, like, I think you can get the Legacy one, which is, like, a whole bunch of the older ones. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Yeah, it's Raiden, Raiden Fighters, Raiden Fighters 2, and Raiden Fighters Jet. And but... I got Raiden Fighters Jet on the Xbox 360. Okay. I think that's the one I have. Or Yeah, I think that's the one I have. Mm. Like yeah. it's amazing. Play Raiden. Yeah. Like don't yeah. No, definitely. Like and the thing is too, is like I think that kind of like shoot 'em up kind of style gameplay is kind of lost. You don't really get that anymore. But No, and it was good with a buddy too. Like yeah. we were having lots of fun. Oh yeah. No, those games are a lot of fun when you play with friends. Well yeah, well, mm. some of the shooters get really boring because literally it's just kind of like uh you don't die or like it's to see enemies, but like Raiden itself, there's always like this thing where you always want to keep up your power ups, and when you die, it's like, oh my god, and I can go. Yeah, keeps you involved. And uh, nothing is more infuriating than when your buddy picks up a power up that you wanted to pick up. And yeah, you know, I did that all the time to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's great. why we're yelling at each other. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I really could use that uh, power up. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's the one thing I always remember about those games is when somebody would steal a power up, and I was like, "Fuck, I needed that." <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. Anything else you've been playing, or is that it? You still playing Hearthstone? That's it. Still playing Hearthstone. Haven't really got far on that. Uh, um, cell phone games wise, the only thing I played news wise, and I'll put it up. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Age of something. Hang on a sec. Uh. It's called Rise of Kingdoms. I've been playing, my brother's been playing that, and he wants me to play it. And it's okay so far. It's not like any other, like, it's more, you have to build base games where, like, you build your base, you collect the resources, stuff like that. But this is more of, like, an MMO style. So, like, you get to fight against everybody else. And there's, like, fields of enemies and all that stuff like that. It's pretty cool in a way, but, like, it's just, it's another build your base, collect resources game. And, like, eh. Like, I already have a lot of those. I like Farmville and all that stuff now. So it's just it's just more of a grander scale, basically. So if you like that, go play it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think that is it for us this week. As always, you can check us out uh, next time on 3 Gamers. With that said, we'll see you all next time. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.